0: Hello my friend, today's podcast is called Kids and Their Body Parts. My daughter and son have had friends since birth. Me and my husband are incredibly lucky to have three sets of really good friends and we all, weirdly, happen to get pregnant within a couple of months of each other. With none of us having family within a hundred mile radius, we are each other's family. The kids are definitely more like cousins than friends. One time my daughter, when asked how many brothers and sisters she has, responded with 10. This number, of course, includes her brother, plus all of her friends, and the various people who have lived in our house over the years, including two au pairs and an intern from Spain. Miss China, the au pair who we had to bail out of jail, does not make the sibling cut. When the kids were younger and their friends came over to our house for a sleepover, we would throw everyone in the bathtub and not think anything of it. In fact, my kids were naked at least half of their life until about age five. Much to the chagrin of my 80-something-year-old neighbor, who spies on us out of her bathroom window, from which you can see into our backyard. Then she would inadvertently tell us about her spine by bringing up all the times my kids do not wear their jackets when it is chilly outside. The kids being naked so much also didn't sit so well with my husband. He would come home from work to find the kids, yet again, unclothed. They're kids! They're supposed to be naked, would be my usual response. My husband's point was that toddlers grow up to be kids, then older kids, then tweens and eventually teenagers. And at some point along this spectrum, this behavior changes from being funny and adorable to worrisome and inappropriate. But what exactly is the age when it becomes inappropriate? When do we need to be more aware that boys and girls have different body parts? and it becomes kind of creepy to have everyone in the same bathtub together. At the swimming pool where my kids took lessons, kids can no longer go into the changing room slash bathroom with their parents of the opposite sex after age five. So, I guess the age where the magic ends and real life becomes a boring drag is five. The fact that we needed to be more careful was solidified one night, When we had a sleepover with a friend who was three months younger than my daughter and a year and a half older than my son. Now, I'm a firm believer in picking your battles with your kids and that not everything needs to be a battle. Where my kids sleep is not a battle I need to fight every night. I will fight having them brush their teeth and going to bed at a proper time, especially on school nights. But when it comes to where they lay their sweet little heads to sleep, It could be the bed, or the floor, or any number of locations. All good with me. On this particular night, all three kids chose to sleep in the closet. Before I go to bed, I have a habit of going into the kids' rooms and kissing them one more time. They're just so easy to love when they're sleeping. And not asking a hundred questions, jumping off the couches, or refusing to eat their vegetables. That night, I opened the closet door to see each of the sleeping angels lined up side by side like sardines, except that my son apparently got hot in the night and kicked off the covers and decided to remove his pajama bottoms and underwear and is sleeping on his back with his feet together and knees spread apart effectively forming a diamond with his legs while wedged between the two girls. I quickly close the closet door and cover my gaping mouth with my hand, partly in shock, partly to stifle my laughter. Once I compose myself, I have to decide what to do, because I can't have the kids waking up this way in the morning. Should I try to wrestle my son into his underwear and pants there in the closet? there's a high chance that this will wake the other kids. So I have to remove him from between the two sleeping girls and put him in his own room, preferably in his bed. Putting him half-naked in his own closet by himself sounds like at least a month's worth of therapy when he gets older. Of course, I do have to get him dressed, as I don't trust him to put his pants on before wandering around the house in the morning. If you have ever tried to put clothes on a sleeping four-year-old, it is an exercise in persistence, agility, and strength. Ten minutes later, I am sweating but have successfully moved and reclothed him. Feeling like I have earned it, I give myself a little pat on the back. Crisis averted, folks. This is parenting at the highest possible level. might want to take notes. I crawl into my own bed, and I'm just about to fall asleep when I bolt upright with troubling thoughts. What if my son didn't kick off the blanket, and pants and underwear, after everyone was asleep? What if they were all awake? Should I ask my daughter in the morning if she watched her brother disrobe? Should I tell her to come get me next time it happens? What if her friends tell her parents? What am I going to say to them? (sighs) You might want to put down the pen and paper. No note-taking is, in fact, necessary. Fast forward a month later, and I'm hosting a sleepover with another friend, a boy who is three months older than my daughter. Fresh from the half-naked spread-eagle-between-the-two-girls incident, it is definitely time to get serious about the kids not getting naked around each other. I asked the kids what order they would like to take their showers, And after some bartering, pleading, and cajoling, we have an order established. The shower in the master bedroom is a lot easier for kids to shower in, so I start the water so it can warm up and get the kids' shampoo and conditioner out of the cabinet. Less than 30 seconds later, I emerge from the bathroom to find everyone naked. Apparently, just having an order for the shower is not enough one must also establish the rest of the rules, which should have included instructions not to get undressed in the bedroom with everyone else. That they should wait their turn to get undressed and only do so when they are in the bathroom and immediately before their shower. And upon exiting the shower, they are to get dried off and dressed in their PJs before leaving the bathroom. So, best laid plans, all three kids are naked. And as if that is not bad enough, my daughter is on my bed dancing while the two boys are sitting crisscross applesauce watching her. Suddenly she stops dancing, claps her hands together and says, boys, boys, are you paying attention? Now, imagine I am on stage.